everybody. Welcome to Supplements, a weekly podcast where we talk about clean, natural supplements after tasting a new beer or wine that we've never had. I'm Val. And I'm Ben. Hang out with us today as we finish up our interview with Gina Rivers-Kantla of Host Defense Mushrooms. And then we have three beers from a local brewing company that I'm really excited to try. Then when the episode is over, head over to any of our social media pages and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. Please remember that this podcast does not substitute for medical advice. So just to remind everybody, last week we were talking with Gina Rivers-Kantla of Host Defense Mushrooms, and we left off just kind of talking about mushrooms in general. And this week we are going to talk more in depth about the reishi mushroom. In the podcast this season, we've covered a lot of different supplements that are good for immune and heart health. That's why I wanted to talk about the reishi mushroom. And I was curious if you thought that it was appropriate to fit into these categories. Oh gosh, yes. There's so much to talk about with reishi. I mean, so much. We can limit it to immune and heart health, but reishi's really been studied in nearly every system of the body. So we could literally start with the head and just move down through the whole body and talk about some of the research that's been done with this amazing mushroom. You guys have one of those graphics that has like a human standing in star pose, and then it has all the different mushrooms in this color-coded like circle around the body, and it shows which mushrooms Mushrooms do what for the body? And it's like reishi is in all of those different little sections. <laughs> it is. It is. We, we put it in nearly all of our blends, all of our formulas, just because there's robust research out there. Not all of it is human clinical trials. We would like to see more human clinical trials, but even the in vitro and other models, reishi just consistently shows a balancing and beneficial impact on nearly the whole body. Yeah. Reishi in regards to heart health, there are numerous, numerous studies showing how reishi can support heart health in many different ways. So just to name a few, reishi has been shown to boost ATP production within the heart muscle. And ATP is the energy currency of the body's cells. So this may benefit an aging heart. As we age, Mm -hmm. ATP production sort of slows down. So reishi has been found to boost that ATP production. It's also been shown in preliminary studies to decrease blood pressure around 10 points. Now that isn't a whole lot, but it could be enough, you know, to take the edge off. Mm -hmm. Reishi has also shown a balancing effect on blood lipids by lowering LDLs and triglycerides, helping to raise HDLs. HDL is your good cholesterol, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And your LDL is your bad cholesterol. I'm doing air quotes because no <laughs> cholesterol is good or bad. But that, that's how we like, you know, we think of those blood lipids. Reishi has been shown to also benefit the plasticity of our blood vessels. And this is so important because it is just a natural process as we age that our blood vessels, really everything in our body, but our blood vessels become more rigid. They get uh, mm-hmm. less bendable. We want our blood vessels to be bendable. So that's definitely a boost. Really, multiple studies show that reishi promotes normal, healthy blood flow and circulation as well. So just an all-over cardiovascular tonic. Now, there is one caveat that we like to make people aware of with reishi, and this is due to really some conflicting research out there, but we like to err on the side of caution. Yeah, 
course, if you're on a prescription blood thinner, you definitely want to work with your physician if you plan to take Reishi regularly. There's conflicting research out there that shows that Reishi may decrease clotting time by inhibiting blood platelet aggregation. Now, if you're not on a blood thinner, that's actually a healthy thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because our, our blood, as we get older, tends to thicken up. Right. So we want our blood thin. We want it moving through our bodies. We don't want it clotting in our bodies. So actually, that's a healthy thing unless you're on a prescription blood thinner. So right. you definitely want to err on the side of caution there and refer folks back to their physician they're on blood thinners. So that's really the only caveat with it though. I mean, it is just a beautiful cardiovascular tonic that has a very balancing impact on our circulation. I am actually really glad that you brought up the contraindication or something that you shouldn't take simultaneously with that because we do talk a lot about that as well. And the blood thinners has come up time and time and time and time again with almost every supplement that we have talked about. Blood thinners is one of those prescription medications that, I mean, for goodness sakes, there's foods you're not supposed to eat, right? right. And mm -hmm. it's something that any supplement, any supplement you take, if you're on blood thinners, you should be running for your prescribing physician. Definitely. I agree. You know, that's one thing I'm so drawn to functional mushrooms because there really are so few counter indications, contraindications, right. I mean, but that is, that's one of them, you know, typically not all of them thin the blood. Lion's mane, we don't know of any contraindications with the mushroom lion's mane and pharmaceuticals. But the other thing seen with functional mushrooms, which is typically a good thing, if you don't mind me going down this tangent, we're talking about no. contraindications. <laughs> I thought we might as well throw them all out there. Another beneficial thing that we're seeing in the, in the research over and over again is that mushroom polysaccharides tend to have a beneficial impact on blood sugar and insulin sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So that's usually a great thing unless you are insulin dependent. And right. if you are insulin dependent and you are eating a functional food that's improving your sensitivity to insulin, that's something you definitely want to pay attention to. You want to be on top of monitoring your blood glucose levels, if that's something that you're doing. So it's not necessarily a contraindication. It's just be more alert, be more aware if you're eating a lot of mushrooms, if you're using mushroom supplementation mm -hmm. and you're insulin dependent, you definitely want keep an eye on your blood glucose levels. I used to tell people in the aisle whenever I was working retail in the wellness department, like anytime that someone was shopping for any kind of blood sugar supplement or something that might affect your blood pressure, I always just told them, you know, I read that this can affect it and that's not bad, but you do have to work with your doctor. So make sure that you let your doctor know that you're taking this. Yeah. If you're going to take it every single day, like it's recommended here and your medicine will probably have to be adjusted, but you don't know to do that unless you're working closely with your doctor and keeping right. things monitored. Yeah, that's something we should all do if we're in this industry. I mean, we're not licensed to practice medicine. Right. We don't diagnose, cure, prevent, treat disease or illness. I say that a million times, you know, a week, it seems like. But that is something <laughs> that it's good to remind everybody. I'm like really in the camp of the two working together. It's called complementary medicine. Yeah. <laughs> I am too. I am too. Okay, so you talked a lot about how reishi is good for your heart health. Can right. you tell us some ways that it might be good for the immune system since we're still kind of in like cold and flu oh, season? Oh gosh, yeah, absolutely. Reishi is actually known to be a very strong immune modulator. 
So what I mean, like whole reishi extract or concentrate encourages you to have a balanced immune response. We have to recognize that our immune system has several stages that it goes through when it mm -hmm. becomes activated. The reishi seems to have compounds that not only encourage a strong and alert immune system, but also an immune system that resolves itself quickly. And that's really important. That's what we want. We don't want all of our immune cells activated all at the same time. That would be catastrophic, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do want our immune cells to respond quickly. We want our immune system to be efficient in its response to a threat. Right. And then after that threat is neutralized, we want our immune cells to return to a state of watchful waiting. So reishi is a beautiful and gentle immune system modulator. It encourages this balanced, quick, nimble immune system, and it's safe enough to take really every day. So it's really, really nice that it doesn't hyper-stimulate the immune system. Yeah, exactly. Have you seen any studies out there that indicate that you can take too much reishi? There's something known as LD50, lethal dose 50. It stands for the lethal dose. And, and just about everything has a lethal dose, you know? Yeah. And yeah. for reishi, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly, this I read this six years ago, but I think the LD50 for reishi is something like 50 kilograms. 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 So okay. quite literally, your stomach <laughs> would explode before you died from taking too much reishi. So it'd be very, very hard to take too much. You know, you can always overdo something. I mean, you can drink too much water and drown, right? Yeah. So there's always when is too much, too much. But the reality is reishi has been used in traditional Chinese medicine, like I mentioned, for 2000 years. And if you look at some of the formulas that utilize reishi, a serving size of this formula ranges anywhere from one gram of reishi up to 26 grams of reishi in a formula, okay. which is a whole lot, a lot. right? Mm -hmm. So it just depends, <laughs> but it's a very well tolerated mushroom. It's very gentle. Are there any foods or supplements or other mushrooms that you can take in conjunction, like at the same time as reishi that might help boost the benefits? Oh gosh, you know, we, <laughs> I'm on the formulation team at Host Defense. We okay, have, <laughs> it's a good question have, for you then. <laughs> yeah, we have a line, we have a line called Mycobotanicals, which incorporates mushrooms and herbs together. So I'm one of the staff herbalists that help formulate that line. And the thing is, we always joke because we put reishi in everything. Mm -hmm. We put reishi in almost every formula we have. And when you look at the traditional use of reishi, you see it being used as a harmonizer in a formula. It really has this beautiful synergistic quality to it. It plays very well with other mushrooms. It plays very well with other herbs. And because it really has been shown to be beneficial for most systems of the body, you can utilize reishi in formulas, you know, to promote healthy blood sugar levels, to promote healthy hormonal levels, to promote healthy neurological functioning. I mean, you can use reishi along with other herbs and mushrooms in multiple types of formulas. It's just one that has energetics to it that really, really goes nicely with so many different herbs and mushrooms. So one of the things that we do on the podcast is we tell people really how to read the label of whatever supplement they're shopping for. So do you have any tips for different words or different things that we should look for on the supplement label to help people know that they're getting a clean product, an authentic product, something with not really any toxins or fillers? 
to me, I think it's very important that you know where your mushrooms are coming from. They're in this product, but where did they originate would be number one. I'm not saying that they have to be in the United States, but, you know, I know we've had some contamination issues in the past with different right. imported mushrooms. I mean, that's just reality. Well, if they're imported too, you don't know if they're grown, like you said, next to a freeway or out exactly like the pristine wild somewhere. <laughs> right. And have they been third party tested? That's just right. it. I mean, you can get the organic certification as a once and you're done. And then you get an, an inspection once a year. And that's how you maintain organic certification. So I think it's very important to also do those third-party tests to right. verify that you are producing a product that is pesticide-free, contaminant-free, isn't bioaccumulating heavy metals, right? Mm -hmm. I also think it's very important to know that you have the whole mushroom. A common practice is to just use a water extraction on a fruiting right. body. And that's great for pulling out compounds like polysaccharides mm -hmm. and sugars, but what it leaves behind are your fat soluble compounds. And those you really need alcohol to extract. And those fat soluble compounds, you want those. Those mm -hmm. are your terpenes, your lipids, your sterols, some of your antioxidants like ergothionine. You want that in your product because that is part of what makes mushrooms such beautiful immune modulators. Right. So make sure if you're taking an extract, you're getting an alcohol and water extract, not just a water extract alone. Okay. And I think it's incredibly important to know that there's mycelium in that product. Right. Mycelium has many fermentation metabolites, secondary metabolites that have been shown to be very impactful to human health. And if you're not getting that part of the mushroom organism, you're leaving a lot behind. Right. Lastly, I know that you said that reishi is in so many of the host defense formulas. Right. So you said the mycobotanicals, which I think you guys have them for brain, women, energy, blood sugar, right, liver, liver formula. We've come up with so many new ones too. We've got the powders now too. Yeah. One of my favorite powders is the brain and body formula. Yeah. So you get lion's mane and reishi there, turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, black pepper. It is a beautiful tonic formula. It tastes wonderful. We also have complete calm, which if anybody yes. is wanting a good night's sleep, that is a lovely powdered formula. Also has reishi in it because there's studies that show that reishi can decrease sleep latency, which is the time it takes for us to fall asleep after I, oh, our head hits the pillow. Okay. Other studies show that reishi can improve the quality of our sleep. So that's why it's in that formula. It's in the brain and body formula just for its enormous tonic effect on the body. Reishi is, it's an mm -hmm. adaptogen and herbalists, they use that term adaptogen to describe anything that helps us deal with stress, whether that's internal or external stress but they both can cause us to stay in this fight or flight type arousal. And, and reishi has been shown to help us engage the part of our nervous system called the parasympathetic nervous system, mm -hmm. where that's the rest and digest mode. Now it's in the energy formula, like you mentioned, because it also helps with endurance, especially if you take it over time. And most adaptogens you do want to take for some time to really reap the full benefits of it. 
So for something that is an adaptogen and you're taking for that purpose, say if someone were going to buy the energy blend to reap the full benefits, would you guys recommend that they take the whole bottle before making a decision or just take for a couple of weeks before making a decision if they really like the formula? Certainly. The beautiful thing about that particular formula is the formulation team, we really wanted to address immediate needs Mm -hmm. as well as long-term needs. Because when someone comes to see you in a supplement department, they want a solution today. They don't want to wait four to six weeks for their adaptogens to kick in. And unfortunately, it does take a little bit of time for these adaptogens to reap the full benefit, typically four to six weeks. So I'd say definitely give it one bottle, possibly two. But there are also ingredients in that formula that foster immediate clean energy, like cordyceps and Mm -hmm. rhodiola and green tea. And most people, unless you are so depleted, most people can feel that the same day they take it. Now, if you're somebody that is slamming energy drinks and drinking five or six espressos (laughs) a day, it may take you a little bit longer. But for the average person, they can feel that formula the same day they take it. That's good because that's positive feedback and that encourages you to take it more. And the longer you take it, the more cumulative the benefits are. And the host defense sells the reishi by itself too, right? So you guys have it in capsule and liquid and now a powder powder form. A powder, yeah. You can add it to smoothies. You can sprinkle it on your oatmeal. I actually love the powder form because I'm not saying macro dose the reishi, <laughs> but I like to take them in a little bit higher. And with the powders, I could just boop, put like a spoonful in my smoothie and then just call it a day. And Absolutely. I don't have to worry about like swallowing all those capsules along with my multivitamin and I don't know, whatever else I've got. <laughs> I I love that flexibility too, because I take a lot of supplements myself and I get tired of swallowing capsules. My husband calls it my second breakfast, Mm -hmm. right? Because I take all the supplements in the morning. But with reishi, you can one teaspoon with the powder is six grams of reishi. You're getting a significant serving size there. Another formula that I myself have taken, so I've had to travel one time through this pandemic and I took a bottle of the elderberry syrup that you guys just came out with recently and I took it twice a day, every day that I was gone because I was going to take the elderberry anyway and I was going to take the mushrooms anyway. They're like two things that I take throughout the winter time anyhow. Sure. And it was nice to have them in just like one thing that I could take with me. That's why we put it together. Mm -hmm. We kid around about it and we're like, oh, we have a mushroom syrup now and it has elderberry (laughs) in it. I will tell you, Val, I have been taking elderberry almost 30 years now. Yeah. Um, I have made my own elderberry concentrate and extract. I've taken other people's. That is the best tasting elderberry I have. It's so good. I have so good. I I think it's because we're using the juice concentrate and we're also using the extract. And Mm -hmm. I think just both of those together, you're getting this beautiful bouquet of the elderberry and what it has to offer. But you also get a full gram, like you said, of reishi, chaga, Mm -hmm. and turkey tail, which are all immunomodulatory mushrooms. And it's a low sugar formula too, I think. It's organic cane sugar. And I'd, I'd love it if we didn't have to use sugar, but if anybody's ever tasted elderberry on its own, (laughs) you'd know why we have to sweeten it. Does it also help with keeping it shelf stable or to last a little bit longer as opposed to it spoiling just like right away? It it does. It it is a natural preservative. It also keeps the mycelium in solution from falling out of solution and it thickens it a little bit. 
Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to come onto the podcast and talk to us about all these really awesome things. It's just awesome. mind blowing. Thanks for having me, Val. It's been fun. So Ben, did you enjoy having an interview to kind of wrap up this season? Season number two? Well, I think it was a great capstone on everything that you've worked for for the first two seasons, really. Because, you know, they say you start small and you grow from there. And you really started by doing the research yourself, putting yourself out there. And now you're at the point where you're interviewing directly from the source and the people who know what's going into their product. Yeah, it only took and me this long to get the courage to ask people. It's like no time at all. It's been, it's been five months, less than that, maybe. Well, thank you. And I think you're a goddess. Another thing that's really cool about this being the last episode of season two, a really cool way to wrap up, is that Raleigh Brewing actually wanted to be involved with the podcast. So it's a huge thanks to them that we have these beers to try today. A little bit about Raleigh Brewing. They were founded in 2013, and their current CEO is the first female brewery owner in North Carolina. So they are nationally recognized as a woman-owned business. Is that what they call it, the Hell Yes Ma'am? Yeah, there's a story behind it. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Their head brewer is an NC State alumni, so that's pretty cool. That's also like another local thing that right they have the going on. Us. Yeah. They have two tap rooms, both of which are dog friendly. So that's nice since a lot of people really like to take their pets when they're hanging out outside. And we have actually been to trivia at Raleigh Brewing. Yeah. Me and you. Yeah, mm -hmm. at least a couple times. Yeah. yeah. So they do fun things like trivia and stuff. And I think that they might be starting some other stuff up in April, like running clubs or biking clubs. And they post all that stuff on their website so you can get updates about what's going on with that. We have three beers that we're going to taste. One of them is a porter. One of them is... Um, a West Coast IPA, I think. Yes, it's brand right. new. We got it hot off the presses. It's mega fresh. And it's... the last one is a Belgian, I believe. Also one of my favorites. Yes. Should we... Oh, and okay, so I was telling you earlier, normally we try to taste the beers in yeah. order from like lightest to darkest. Of course, yeah. But today I want to start with their porter. It's called the Hidden Pipe. Oh. And the reason I want to start with this is because the Belgian that we're going to try is called the Hell Yes Ma'am, and there's a whole story behind it, and it is their flagship beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's their most popular, right? Yes, and like I said, this West Coast IPA is like hot off the presses, brand new, they just released it, and so I thought that we could do that last. But that was just what I was thinking. So we're warming up with the caffeine drip. Yes. Let's do it. I think we should end the episode... The By finale. Drinking the rest of the porter. With, no, with the brand new release. Yes. <laughs> All right, so since porters are more your drink, I'm going to try to lead this part of the tasting, and then you'll do the other two. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Cheers. It's mm. so good. It's, it's like, really coffee. It is very coffee. It's like the perfect brunch beer, mm -hmm. especially now that the weather is getting a little bit warmer. I was going to say it's, I mean, it's a porter, right? So it feels to me more like a cold weather drink. Like a nice, like sitting by the fire, hanging out on the patio. Well, hopefully whenever you're having brunch, it's not 90 degrees outside yet. <gasps> Unless you got to the line late. All right. So the coffee flavor in this beer is brought to you by Kaboom Coffee from Oak City Roasters. 
you should be also tasting molasses and dark fruit, um, mm. cocoa and espresso, and you know all these really heavy. The flavors can be very heavy flavors, but I don't feel like this beer is heavy. It's like dark in color, dark in flavor, but light in body. It still has that like creamy taste, right? But it it's not gonna sit heavy like a stout, I guess, because yeah. it just isn't a stout. They do say it's a perfect everyday sipper for those colder evenings with friends, and that it pairs extremely well with. That's exactly what you said. Smoked meats and desserts. <laughs> give us the Reindeer. give us the charcuterie board. <laughs> Reindeer board. <laughs> so you are not the one that edits these episodes, but we are always talking about a charcuterie board. And I think that while we're on a small hiatus, maybe we should get a couple of these beers or wines and make the freaking charcuterie board. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think we really do need to like step it up and actually just do them more, like you said, if we're gonna talk about it. It's just that our small one will just eat all, everything <laughs> on it, and we're gonna, we're gonna be like, oh, to... well, that was like seventy-five dollars of meat. Yeah, you really can't. That's okay. There's one thing that I. Th- thought that I knew about this beer, and maybe you can confirm this, but isn't it vegan? Oh, wow, yeah. Um, They don't use animal products in this beer whatsoever. Yes, so. Put it on your list, vegans. The next beer we're going to try, I'm really excited about. It's the Belgian-style golden ale. It's called Hell Yes, Ma'am. My fave. Yes, so let's taste it, and then we can talk about it while we're... Mm. And I don't think I ordered this when we went to do trivia at their tap room. You probably did not because it is a 9.2% alcohol mm. and we were driving. Yeah. Okay. Goodness you taste it. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's so good. I know. I it, thought you would really like it. It's. We tried like one of my favorite styles this, and then one of your favorite styles. This might styles. be my current favorite beer. He's had half of a sip and he's already no, jumping to this. A full sip. Okay, so a little bit about this beer. I wanted to tell the story about the name before we get too much into it. Oh, okay. So the owner really loves Belgian beers, and she had requested that her brewmasters make a strong Belgian beer. Okay. The brewers initially didn't want to do it because they thought that the Belgian style was unappreciated and people didn't really like it as much as they like should. Uh-huh. And it turns out that the owner was not asking. She was telling them to do it. <laughs> and so it's called Hell Yes, Ma'am. It's now their flagship beer and bestseller, which I do not doubt. It's so good. All right. So what kind of notes are you tasting? I got to hear it. Wow. I've already committed to the fact that Belgium is my favorite beer mm-hmm. and I don't know the answer to mm-hmm. this question. I don't even know where I would start. Okay. So the flavor description says, this is a fruity, is spicy, cherries? pleasantly warming, and dangerously drinkable beer. Cherries is not one of the mentioned notes, but I can't argue with what you might be tasting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Okay, this beer is bursting with elements of pear. Okay, keep going. Apple. Mm, okay. And you're going to love this next one. Oh, wait, there's already pear and apple is the next one. Not a fruit. Is it Starburst? No. Bubble gum. So you are not far Bubble away. gum? I think it's Hold like, on a minute. No, no, no. I think that it's just like it's referring to kind of that... No, they didn't like distill bubble gum in this. No, of course not. But so, it's like right. that's 
that sticky sweet flavor that you get in a Belgian. And it's kind of a good descriptor, I feel like, because that flavor is usually so syrupy, that sticky sweet note that's in there that I just can't handle most of the time. Yeah. But it is not overwhelming in this one. It's very good. So what this one does really effectively, I feel like, okay, so it's a Belgian style golden, right? Mm -hmm. It does a really effective job of splitting the taste of the golden and the Belgian. Mm -hmm. So you drink it and the first thing you taste is golden. And then like a second or second and a half later, the Belgian, if you want to call it the bubble gum flavor, kicks in and just radically changes the taste in in my mouth. I'm so happy you said this. It's almost like a color changing action figure or car. Is this your mood ring of beers? Okay, it's like a mood ring if you're wearing it and also running through a sprinkler or something. So the last sentence here in our flavor description says, mid-palate, you will find a delicate, grainy sweetness that finishes clean and spicy, warming you up as it goes down. And I think that's basically what you just said. Yeah. I love that. So the Hell Yes Ma'am is also vegan friendly, and it won third place in Belgian Strong category at the NC State Fair. All right. Are you ready to taste the brand new... My lips are smacking. Western Boulevard West Coast IPA. That'd be great. When you drink this beer, you can envision landmarks such as NC State's campus and Poland Park. Cheers. Okay, As tell me what you taste first, quick. Apricot. Sweet citrus fruits. Okay. And the other thing, if you smell, smell the beer, you can definitely smell it. And you're, if you don't guess it, you're going to be like, oh, when I tell you. Pine. Yes. Yes. Good job. How about that? Yeah. How about that nose palette? This beer, it just kicks ass. They also added a small amount of honey malt to balance the bitter taste of the hops. It's just very crowd-pleasing. I feel like it's... Very good. You get a flavor when it starts. That's the flavor that carries you through. And it's delicious. I love this. Do you want to hear the last sentence? Here you go. You're like nailing the last sentences here. What does it say? This medium-bodied beer finishes balanced and clean with the lingering hop firmness you'd expect with any left coast ale. So the image in my mind is like you've just finished dancing with somebody and (laughs) their like hand lingers on your shoulder or like on your lower back and they're like see ya or like do you remember being a kid in the um like a ball pit at ikea oh you didn't have ikea close to you no we didn't have ikea we have ball pits okay ball pit i think our ball pits had a lot more i don't know i'm not talking about the bar from the pee i'm just talking about like playing in it and you're playing in it for like an hour or whatever okay and then you get out and you still feel like you're in the ball pit no no, I don't remember. Have you ever feeling... been in a ball pit like up to your neck? Like a yeah. deep ball pit? Yeah, I buried myself in a ball pit. And... Yeah, and then you get out and you just feel like the balls all That's not the You can feel the balls all over your body. That is not the experience <laughs> that I had. That is not it. I I feel okay. like I want to delve more into this. The thing that I'm noticing <laughs> about all three of these beers is that each of them is very true to their style 
But then they also found a way to round out the flavor of each of these to appeal to people that might not enjoy that style. Oh, that's interesting. that makes sense. Okay, that's that's an interesting take on it. So like this Belgian, I normally would never choose a Belgian, but I would definitely buy that beer. What's also interesting is that not only did you like the Belgian, even though you don't normally like Belgians, but I also liked it even though I... I do like Belgians. Yeah, exactly. So like they figured out a way to appeal to both people who do like it and people who don't. Yeah. I will say, I mean, I'm I'm really happy that I had a chance to try the Hell Yes Ma'am because I would honestly have never ordered it. Mm. But now having tasted it, I would be very inclined to choose that beer. Yeah. And all of these beers you can find on draft at either of their tap rooms right now. So go try them. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us today and... This whole season. Yeah, this whole season. I'm sorry, I broke in. I I Mm -hmm. interrupted your flow. That's good, though. Don't forget to visit our website, which will be getting a little facelift. We just had a photo shoot for the website, so... Get ready for these killer photos. Yeah, look for the new website pretty soon. It's going to be really exciting. Dazzling is the word that comes to mind. (laughs) You can also visit our social media for information about today's episode or promos that we have for our listeners if you have any feedback please email us at supplements at gmail.com don't forget to share with your friends and subscribe so you never miss an episode as we said before this is the end of season two we will be back sometime in may supplements art is made by janie creates and music by slow ride please remember that nothing on this podcast is meant to substitute for medical advice find supplements wherever you listen to podcasts